Welcome to What the Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Chrissy. I'm in such a good mood right now. The sun is shining. It's beautiful. Today for the intro, I'm flying solo. No past guests coming back on. I'm going to run through our three intro questions. I'm going to answer your voicemails. And then I'm talking to a guest who is just really inspiring as an entrepreneur, as someone who's dedicated to making this world a more joyful place through the cutest flower truck ever to exist. Yes, I'm talking about Daisy Jane's flower truck. I loved her combo and how her mission goes beyond giving you just a beautiful bouquet and a cutesy Instagram story pic of her truck. It's a great conversation. But first, let's talk about my favorite workout of the week. Easy peasy. Favorite workout this week was with my strength coach, Johnny Pasquale, over at his brand new gym, Performance House. The workout itself was great. It was upper body focus, lots of volume, pushing, pulling. And I say upper body focus because now instead of seeing him two times a week, I'm going three times a week. I'm just like loving it that much. Um, So before we was two times a week, we would do we kind of would do somewhat of like full body both days, but now that it's now that it's three, we'll have upper body, lower body, full body focus. But I'm getting stronger. It's such a great feeling to be working toward a performance goal, not a size, not a look, not by like January 23rd. It's because when I'm going to Cabo, I'm not going to Cabo, but you get it. I just found it so much more rewarding to work towards a performance goal more than anything else. It like takes takes some of this like personal pressure away. Like you, you're going to show up, you're going to do what you're told, you're going to put in the work and the results are going to come. So it was, it was my favorite workout because Cincy Fit Foodie joined me and working out with pals is always better, period. Just great to have someone else around. Uh, I will probably say that I may not have worked as hard, which you would think wouldn't happen because you have someone else there to like motivate you and keep you moving. But I think that I was like, I think I was a little distracted, not in a, not in like a bad way, like she was distracting, but I was like, oh wait, I want to like chat with you or like whatever. And when it's just Johnny and I, right? Like, of course we're, we're chatting sometimes, but I'm like very dialed in and very focused on what I'm doing. But it was, it was great switched up. It's always good to, to have someone else working there. I'm going to have Johnny come on the podcast for a special edition episode where we talk about my strength training program and progress and everything behind the scenes. But I told him, we'll do the podcast when I can pick up 300 pounds. I know. I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. I heard 300 pounds. He like t- said, this is a goal for you to have pick up 300 pounds. And I was like, that's never going to happen. But he says I can do it. So I trust him. Honorable mention for favorite workout of the week was my bike ride on Saturday from OTR to Lunkin Playfield to play pickleball. It was a beautiful day. It was a great ride. And I crashed into a parking barricade on my way home, resulting in bruised and scraped knuckles. Okay, so the thing that I want to talk about today is honestly just going to be like a stream of consciousness rant 
on a variety of topics that have popped into my mind this week. I need to just like get them out into the universe, into your ears, and then I need to hear from you so I know I'm not just on my own here. I don't think I am, but validation is just such a sweet, sweet treat. Okay, I gotta get a drink of water first. My throat is <laughs> scratchy. Okay, first up. Ah, I see water. Okay, first up, I'm actually really sorry about this. I'm actually really, really sorry about this. I feel the need to apologize because even to me, this is overload. I'm like, what is wrong with you? What is going on? You guys, my fall spirit is out of control. I talked about this on the What The Fit Live episode with Rachel DeRochers. Go back and listen. What The Fit Live happened at Comfort Station a couple weeks ago. But honestly, like thinking back to that conversation about how much I was in the, the fall spirit, that was just the beginning. That was just, that was just the tip of the pumpkin iceberg that is my blossoming fall spirit. It won't stop. I see fall foliage and I see fall decorations. And it's like I just did a mini line of cocaine, pumpkin spice cocaine. I'm jazzed and I'm buzzing. I can't stop smiling. It makes me feel so appreciative of the beauty of nature. Like everywhere I look is a physical mantra that is peaceful and soothing to me. I sound like I've been melting the wax of my pumpkin spice candle and guzzling down my throat, but it's so real. And I've always been one to get into the holidays and celebrate like a a special moment. Megan and I coming up, we're going to talk about the importance of creating those meaningful moments. And I think holidays are to be celebrated and we need that clear break in our lives. Like this is a special time, unlike the others, but there's something about this year. I don't know, maybe because it's a fucking dumpster fire that really has me ready to just like, just dive headfirst into a pile of leaves. (laughs) Can't stop. Or at least take a picture of that pile of leaves and post it to my Instagram story. So I I really want to hear from you guys. Please call in, tell me, how are you feeling about fall? Are you like, shut the fuck up about fall? We're over it. Maybe how you're feeling about the upcoming holiday season, because I will say this girly is ready. I... I hate skipping over seasons in anticipation of the next. Nothing grinds my gears more than seeing, you know, even my beloved fall decor out in like August. It's still summer. I want to be looking at beach balls and beach towels. I don't want to look at pumpkins in August. But I will say, I was watching an episode of Doctor Who last night. And there were some Christmas scenes and I wasn't mad about it. You know, sometimes you see like a misplaced Christmas scene on a TV show that you're like watching reruns of it and it's February and you see it and it's, and it's almost seems obscene, you know, like I cannot look at that Christmas tree. Not the case here. I am excited. We we need to be in fall. We're not into Christmas yet, but I'm excited. Speaking of Doctor Who... Also, I mentioned, started watching the remakes of Doctor Who on HBO during the live episode. And just to like clear up any confusion, it might have came across like I was being forced to watch the show. And I, in the beginning, it was somewhat forceful. 
the sheriff of Soundtown was pretty forcefully insinuating we were going to watch the show. But wow, I'm obsessed. I love it so much. If you are looking for just the right amount of spooky, like me, I, I hate scary things. I really don't understand why anyone gets enjoyment from choosing to be scared. Like, go the fuck outside and you'll find a million scary things. The world is scary enough. I don't now need to think there's a demon child living in my walls or some shit. I, just, I hate, I hate scary stuff. But Doctor Who just gives me the right amount of thrill and suspense because I know every episode it's resolved and it's a happy ending and that's the shit I'm here for. If you have any interest at all in in sci-fi, um, you know, suspenseful, aliens, highly recommend. It's on HBO. So anyway, call me. Let me know. False spirit, lack of false spirit. Number is 513-268-2089. It's in my Instagram bio and the show notes. Uh, okay, next thing I want to talk about is how this is really important. I jumped into that really quick, but like this needs a moment. I want to talk about how important time with the girlies is for your mental health. Now, you may have heard reference to the girlies here and there, seen on stories, hear me talk about it. In the last episode with girly Kayla, since he fit foodie, we talk about it a lot. You'll hear more coming up when we get to the voicemail. So I think it's really important to make the distinction for everyone listening, in case you're unaware, between a girl and a girly. It's a big difference. A girl is plain and simple, a girl. Or likely, as we all are over the age of 12 now, a woman who maybe is not particularly close to you, more of like an acquaintance, a colleague. You know, we could even go as far to say maybe you don't vibe with them that much. So that's a girl. On the flip side, a girly is a girly. These are your people, your good friends. They vibe with you on a higher level than the rest of the general population. Girlies get you and you get girlies. You will always have a fun time with the girlies, no matter, no matter what you're doing, which is why I'm coming back to you. Girlies time is so important and we just can't forget it. It's easy to get swept up in life and you know everyone is a little bit less social right now anyway and for good reason. But you gotta factor in girlies' time in some capacity. Time where you can really just chat. I've talked about this so much on here. You know, I want to reinforce for anyone that needs to hear this, call up your girly and schedule some time. You will feel incredible when you're done. I've had a lot of girlies time lately. And I, I think it's honestly one of the main contributing factors to like how good I feel right now in relation to my mental health. You know, I've just been... The false spirit absolutely has something to do with it. But I really do think it's because I have been making a lot of time for the girlies. I, I wish there was some research study that showed, you know, the positive impact of girlies time. If you know of any such study, please call the voicemail. And call and tell me how you like spending time with your girlies. You know, I was talking to my mom a, a couple months ago now. My mom, you know, she will not listen to this, so it's fine. I can talk about it. She's been through the ringer in a lot with her in her life. In the last, you know, several decades, she's been 
raising kids. She's been trying to support kids. She's been working a ton. Work took up a lot of her life. And she really lost touch with a lot of her girlies. And just recently, she's made a big move from Canton to Charlotte. She's in a whole new social circle. And I was with her a couple months ago and she made this comment and she was like, you know, I, you know, I'm back to, to hanging out with girlfriends. She's like, do you know how great it is just to hang out with girlfriends? I'm like, yes, mom, I know you need time with your girlies. She went as far as to say she had felt like she was, like she now is back amongst the living and that before she was just in this survival mode. And that was, you know, a lot to do with, with grief with my brother and and, you know, getting through that extremely difficult time. And she did not have girlies around her then. So just, just get your, get with your girlies. And I want to know what do, what do you guys like to do with your girlies? All right. This next one is, is definitely, definitely a quick one. So when I was in Florida, I finished a book within a day. And this was really special for me because I have not finished reading a book. I've listened, but I have not read a book since my brother died July of 2018. And I've heard this is actually really common with grief. Um, it was a weird expression of, of grief for me because I love to read. I'm a big reader. And I, you know, I don't mean to brag, but I was number one accelerated reader in my fifth grade class. I read the most books. I got the most points for the, some, the uh, reading comprehension test you took on the computer. But for whatever reason, I just, I, I hadn't, I wasn't finishing a book. But I, I just did though. I read The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Great read. I've, I've read like every Holocaust survivor book out there. I've just always been really drawn to those stories. But since finishing it, I'm like in the reading mood again. Like I'm I'm in it. So I need another book. Uh, so book recommendations. DM me, call the voicemail, email, whatever you need to do, but would really appreciate some good book recommendations, please. Oh, okay. This is just another quick one. This is just a very quick moment of silence for the sober October that I am not participating in this year. If you remember last year, Danny Souter and I did a sober October and for the whole month, I only drank water. I ate food too, but I only drank water, nothing else. No coffee, no caffeine, no tea, no booze, no juice. It obviously, sober October implies no drug use. It was just me and my own conscious brain for the whole month. And it was, a, it was a teachable experience. I'm glad I did it. Uh, if you're interested, go back, listen to the Sober October episode where Danny and I, you know, recap how the month went for us. I kept a journal the entire month. So I kind of go like by like day one, day two, day three. Um, I should go back and read that actually, how I was feeling one month or one year ago. But, I, you know, I was doing my morning walk this morning and I was sipping my delicious coffee and that was the standout kind of take away from them. That's what I remember almost the most from the month last year was just during this amazing, here we go again, fall spirit time. I wasn't drinking coffee. I wasn't drinking hot apple cider. And that's just, just a crime. I'm glad I did it, but I'm also really fucking happy I'm not doing it again this year. Last thing before we get to the voicemails. I want to do a check-in on our campaigns. How are we doing with the campaign against the word tone? Have we heard instructors use it recently? 
Have we seen it on Instagram? Maybe we're just a little more aware of it and how we think about our fitness goals. And that's great. Call me. Let me know where you are. Also, we've got the campaign against saying, I'm sorry, saying I'm sorry less. I do catch myself doing this, but I am aware I'm being mindful. If you hear me, call me out. Apologizing for my false spirit doesn't count because I genuinely don't know what's going on inside me and people don't need to deal with my neurotics. Okay, I'm going to skip a wild card because someone who called in threw out a couple, so I'll answer them. Okay, first voicemail. Hey, Chrissy, it's Katie Dittman. I can't believe it took me this long to call in, um, but I'm listening to the past episode, um, you and Kayla, Cincy Fit Booty, and you guys were just talking about pop-up workouts, and I'm literally on my way home from the Saturday Shred 415 Dance Factory Fitness, Nick and Jess, it was incredible. Um, and I just have to say that I wish that more gyms would do these pop-ups throughout the week. Um, obviously, I know that staffing and locations are a thing, but due to COVID, this is my personal way to work out. I'm not comfortable inside, so I'm loving them. I'm getting to try new trainers, new gyms, meet new people. Um, so if you've been to any of the outdoor workouts, I'm probably there. Come say hi. I'm the really tall girl. Anyway, um, love the podcast, always a fan, um, love the voicemail. You're going to get sick of how many times I call, I'm sure. But um, anyway, thanks. Katie, longtime listener, first-time caller, hello. Pop-up workouts. You and I are on the same page here, girly. Is, is this the new wave of the future? You're right. It is a great chance for people to try new things and directly support the studio or the, or the instructor, you know, or the business versus class pass as an option. Sorry to say class pass, but this could, this could be a new wave. I'm a little worried about what we're going to do as the weather starts to turn. So I don't know, you know, I, I've really been holding on tightly to this, um, little saying that I heard recently that there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothes. And I really think that's going to be my mantra coming into these winter months here in Cincinnati. I can't stay, I can't stay locked in. So like, what do I have to do? Do I have to buy a sleeping bag coat? Do I have to, you know, I don't know. I, what, what can we do to, to keep ourselves outside, but also protected from the elements? Yeah. But I'm with you. It feels so much more social and fun. Like we're all meeting at this new location. Maybe we're going to enjoy a little bevy after. I'm all for it. There's going to be one next week that I'm going to with Ellen Whitney and Hydration Station, which is a new spot that does IV therapy and like B12 shots. So they're giving out, they're giving out free B12 shots at the workout with Ellen. So it's pretty dope. Um, yeah, I hope we get to see more of these. It's great. Okay. Next voicemail. Also, Katie, I'm never going to get sick of you calling in. You guys, I'm not going to get sick. Please call in. Okay, here we go. Hey, Christy, it's Katie. And this is Yolanda. And we are at Alt Park for the Burn and Flow event. And we just thought we'd call and say hey and thanks for hooking us up. Now we're, now we're pals. Now yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. 
We got a good uh, workout in with Ashley and Sarah, and now it's raining, and our workout is complete. Yay! We love the podcast. Bye. Bye. Just warms my heart. Friendships inspired by What the Fit. I know we've got some other What the Fit friendships out there too, and this just plays so nicely into my recent PSA about time with the girlies. Grab a girly, get to an outdoor workout. I saw the videos from this event hosted by past guest Sarah Walter and Ashley Jones, a little cardio and yoga session, and knowing these two, I'm sure it was a great workout. I did think I saw some burpees, and I'm on a strict no burpee diet for the rest of the year. This is just a personal goal of mine. Um, I just don't feel the need to hurl my body to the ground and jump back up again. Just not in a season of my life for burpees, but thanks for calling in, girlies. I love to hear from you both. Keep it coming. Hey, girlie. It's your manager just checking in on you. I um, just finished my What the Fit walk for the week, and I was a little behind this week. I had to catch up on last week's episode with our other girly while you guys were in Florida. So after listening, I just wanted to call and call this new voicemail, and I wanted to leave you some wild cards. Uh, My first one being that we've been in the fall spirit, and I feel like with these next couple days, the weather is going to be so nice and beautiful, and we're, like, hitting our fall prime. And with Halloween coming up next week, um, I wanted to talk about costumes, Halloween costumes. So we've, like, talked a little bit about, um, like, joke half-jokingly about what we would dress up as this year. Um, so for all the listeners who obviously know you are obsessed with folklore, as am I, and so we, like, have jokingly said we were going to dress up as a song from folklore, and you obviously got to pick Mirabal because you get to be something shiny and beautiful, and you chose for me Gold String, um, which actually you picked out really cute outfits for both of us, but looking back on all your other Halloween costumes over the years, what was your favorite costume? And if you had to pick one to wear again, what would it be? Um, so that's my first first wild card. My second one is, which I don't know if you've ever answered this, maybe way back in the past, but if you could pick literally anyone, famous, not famous, um, fitness-related or not fitness-related, to have on the podcast interview, who would it be and why? Well, Chrissy, that's all I got for you today. I will... Talk to you soon. Love you. Hello, Kelly. Thank you so much for calling. For all those that don't know, my best girly, Kelly, she's my manager. She's my Kris Jenner. She's there for all my events, my biggest cheerleader. She helps get me, you know, get great content. She's so supportive. She gives me the right direction for my Instagram photos. You know, she tells me when I need to, you know, readjust a, a strap or she knows all my angles. She's a sounding board. Honestly, everyone needs a Kelly in their life. Even if you're not a media mogul like myself, uh, it's just it's good to have a Kelly girly around. Okay, so first up. <laughs> The folklore Halloween costumes. This had to be one of my best ideas yet. If you decide to go with this theme, I I would just appreciate a tag, a mention on the socials. As Kelly said, I had the brilliant idea 
to dress up as songs from Taylor Swift's folklore album. So I was going to be Mirrorball and wear some sparkly silver sequin number. And Kelly was going to be the song Invisible String. And I had a great little gold outfit picked out for her. So I don't think we're going to end up going through with that. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I'm going to do some shopping this weekend around OTR and see what I can find. Um, but like I said, if you choose to use that, you are you are absolutely allowed. You just need to give credit where credit is due. Okay, so first, first wild card I heard, what Halloween costume from the past would I wear? That is a great question. I've got to go with the first thing that came to my mind, which was a sexy Harry Potter. You guys know that I love Harry Potter and this costume. Like, what the my God. What the fuck were we thinking in college years where you would pay $60 for fucking two feet of cheap fabric stuffed into a plastic bag that barely covers your nipples and barely covers your ass? And it's October in Ohio, so you know it's fucking cold outside. Oh, and the solution? No problem. I'll wear knee socks. <laughs> a fucking painted scar on my forehead and all. I will post pictures of this. <laughs> oh, the life we led. Second wild card. Literally anyone to have on the podcast. That's what it was. Yes. Okay. Another great question. You know, I, I would say I'm looking at the book right now as I record Andy Warhol. I'm fascinated with Andy Warhol's life. I have a copy of his diary. It's the book I'm looking at. It's like his actual diary. He would call his secretary every morning when he woke up and literally just recount his day before and she would transcribe everything for him and they published it into Andy Warhol's diary. He would he would go as far as like spent $2.50 on a cab ride from the West Village to 86 and 9th like he was so detailed in his description of his life and the secretary just wrote it the fuck all down and then they published it he's just been to so many like great parties he was hanging out with like all the it people of the time i would just love to sit down and talk to him yeah thanks for calling kel thank you for your dedication to making me famous you have got a white quilted chanel bag coming your way let me make it big Okay, that's all the voicemails we got. I really want to hear from you guys next week too. Give me a call. I think I'm going to bring back um, past get, a past guest to to hang out with me, and so that'll be announced soon. And we'll kind of we'll kind of give you an idea, and maybe you can ask them some questions. But give me a call. You can talk about anything. All these voicemails have been perfect. I'm really excited to share Megan's story next of how Daisy Jane's flower truck came to be. My guest today spent six years as a TV news reporter before setting out to follow her dreams of owning her own business. Two years later, you can find her driving around a bright poppy red truck filled with beautiful flowers. But it's more than just a flower truck and events and weddings and classes. It's an opportunity to be intentional and spread the love. Please welcome Megan Moore of Daisy Jane's Flower Truck. That's human nature is... We try to romanticize everything, like totally, 
oh, you must have always loved flowers and you always wanted to start a flower shop. Right. And as cute as that is, and sometimes that is the case, I think that is like, I don't at five. Yeah. Some people know that. And that's beautiful. That's awesome. Yes. But also I think leave space for like reality and what draws people to really want to start something. Yeah. You know, I've been really drawn to these stories lately that whatever it is that they're doing, there's this deeper message and intention behind it. So, mm-hmm. like, I just talked to Rachel DeRochus of Grateful Cramps. Oh, my God. I love Rachel. Everyone loves her, right? She is, like, oh, my gosh. Yes. She's incredible. Yes. And, and so it's genuine. Like she, this company is to talk about gratitude. Mm-hmm. Like, cookies, yeah, great. It could be anything. You could insert anything in there and do the same effect. Yep. And I feel like, I, which I'm, like, interested to get chatting with you, that's almost how it is with this. It's like, no, this, you're creating meaningful moments. Yeah. Like, this is an opportunity to let someone know that you see them. Like, yep. it could be anything. But, it like, can you be. know, like, flowers is like what you chose to go with, and yep. it's amazing. But it's just that there's this, there's this bigger, there's a picture bigger mission behind, behind it. it, for sure. And I think, like, there has to be, right? Yeah. Because if there's not, I always say, if you're starting a business to make money, you're going to fail. Yeah. Right. I mean, more than just likely order shit from China and resell it. That's what I mean. And I hate like that seems harsh to say, but I that should be a motivator to make money. Um, obviously, and for some people, it'll be more of a motivator than others. It will be. But yeah. I think the beautiful thing is like truly meeting a need. Um, I feel like when you have a deeper reason and a purpose behind what you're doing, like people are going to want to get behind that regardless. And like, you'll succeed just because like people know your intentions are in the right place. Yeah. And it's not just to make money. Right. Like in everything I've ever done, that has never been a motivating factor for me. I have no goals to be like a millionaire. No one's like, I'm going to be a million. I'm going to open a flower truck and become a millionaire. (laughs) People were like, (laughs) literally, actually, it's funny. I went back the other day on my, because my Twitter feed has been dead since I left news. Like I just don't really, I'll, I'll look at it for news, but I don't really post on it anymore. Um, but I guess I had missed some messages of somebody trolling me about leaving uh, <laughs> the news business to start this truck and just like kept like really I did it didn't bother me. I think I, early on it probably would have bothered me. But now I'm just like I honestly feel bad totally. for whoever it is, because I think um, for one, like, why do you have the time to do that? And what do you care what I'm doing? With and my what do you life? care what I'm doing with my life? But also like. There are so many people who have reaffirmed, like, and it's simply this, and I get emotional every time somebody says it. Yeah. But literally, like, a couple weeks ago, a girl came to my truck, and she just said, thank you so much for doing this. Like, this brings me so much joy. Yeah. And it's simply that. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason. Yeah. Like, I'm one, like... I believe some things should just exist for pure joy. Yes. Not for like any other intention, but that like you walk down the street and you're just like, oh my God, like, like this is so cute. Or I love this. Like That's how I feel about fall decorations right now. <laughs> like they're yeah. literally, I understand, pointless, <laughs> but I love them so much. They bring something in your heart that like, I don't know. It's you just probably such saw a all my pumpkin slides. Yes, I there. did. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. It just brings me, it just brings me yes. joy. Simple joys. And that's literally what it is. I think for years I was in a business that 
thrives and lives off of doom and gloom. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but like, I mean, it is a quote in the news business. Like, if it bleeds, it leads. Like, oh, it I sounds it. horrible, yeah. but it, and it's not even necessarily like the news driving that, even just by, by like, we have web producers who will who can see like what articles are getting the most clicks and oftentimes it's the horrible tragic stories that are happening it's just like something within us as humans like you turn on the news yeah oh my god it's only the bad right well that's what everyone wants to see weirdly you're like Uh, i don't want to watch it is people think and honestly all the time people would say i'm sorry i don't know who you are like uh i don't watch the news it's so negative i'm like dude i know like i'm there i'm there i'm at all the scenes like i'm i'm seeing it unfiltered like up front like these things unfold and uh and yeah i think so having had over six years like professional experience in news Mm -hmm. and that being my everyday um it was a constant reminder for me and I'll never regret ever going into that career because it is because of that, that I am where I am. Yeah. And it is because of that, that I think the way that I do. Yeah. Um, I saw every single day like that literally life is short. Right. Like I've seen lives taken far too soon. You never yeah. know when your day's up and it's depressing uh, consuming that sure. every day sure. that's your reality and right that's what you cover co- that's your job it's your job and unfortunately a lot of us become numb to it and a little jaded if you're not careful and I remember I talked with there's a, a news anchor in Cleveland um, that became a mentor of mine Stephanie Schaefer and when she was I still I think I've definitely heard that name I'm yeah. from Northeast Ohio <laughs> yeah. so I think I've definitely heard she that is name. the sweetest human ever yeah. like she I remember her telling me I did an interview for class on her and um, and she said, I promise myself if I ever get to the point where this makes me not be human, I'm out. Yeah. And and it was because of a day where she and a photographer were out on a story and someone she was interviewing started breaking down and just like started crying and she just hugged him. She held him and hugged him. And when she was leaving, the photographer said, you better never do something like that again. Like, you're never going to last in this business if you do stuff like that. Oh, if you show that you're human and have a uh, If you show that you have some empathy. Like, right. Um, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to navigate that because you have us reporters who are forced to go out and do these stories and, yeah. like, have to knock on doors that we don't necessarily want to knock on. But then you also have you know management telling you like we need this interview you have to go right. do it and right it's, it's, it's such it's, a hard thing and I mean it's part of the job but at some point um I don't know yeah. I like a, a recently discovered term that I've been exploring is like the idea of being an empath and like taking on people's emotions yes. and something I'm like you know what <laughs> like I wonder if I do identify as that because I something became do. very particularly hard and heavy for me to handle because I felt like I wanted that person I wanted to take that weight from them like yeah I understand like this is a heavy 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 tragic thing you're going through and yeah. like I kind of bear some responsibility of it's like an, trying to take that from draining. you you know yeah yeah even it's hard just, even if it's just like a friend that I mm-hmm. know is going through a hard time I'm like I've gotten better at recognizing it in myself yeah. to be like, this isn't yours to bear. Yep. Like you can be empathetic, of course, and you can right. offer support and you can be there. But like, but I know gotta, when I'm taking it on, yeah. when I'm making it my own, yep. like I'm feeling 
anxious for someone else. I also, do you ever get like secondhand anxiety or embarrassment? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I will All be the like, time you're like, I want to, how do I like, fix this? How do I fix this? Get your feelings out of me. <laughs> get your, these are not my feelings, but I am feeling them yes. for you. And I feel like sometimes you over uh, respond. It's Definitely. like you're, I don't know. Sometimes it's too much. And my husband, he even said this very, like this past weekend we were talking about something and he said he had heard this from somewhere and I know, I forget who was talking about it on the panel, um, but they're talking about spending your emotional coins. Oh, yes. And he, and he was, my husband that. myself, he was telling me, he's like, Megan, you're, you're spending too many of your emotional coins on this. And I was like, I know. Yeah. I like that analogy. Yeah, I am. You um, don't, you aren't, you don't have an infinite amount of resources mm -mm. to give day to day. No, you really don't. Especially and, when you already have a busy life. And yeah. like, for me, I mean, running a business, it's, it's been one of the greatest joys, but also it's it's incredibly exhausting yeah. and can be really overwhelming on top of any personal things that right. you're throwing into the mix. So. Right. You know, I think as women, too, we're just like, I can do this. I can do that. Yes. Because we can. Yeah. We can do so fucking much, <laughs> but we can't do everything. No, we can't. We shouldn't be doing we everything. We shouldn't be. I've always said, um, I spoke recently, actually, it was back in February, well before COVID, mm -hmm. you know, became speak empath and speaking main of COVID, topic. like <laughs> taking that on with uh, the riots in the city. Yeah. Like, taking that on would just be like, oh, my God, I feel the weight. Yeah. 2020 world. has been um, heavy. a heavy year. It's been... I was just talking to somebody about this today. I said, you know, it was a heavy year, but I'm always one. I'm always like, God, what are you teaching me here? Like, what do I need to be listening to and looking at? And mm -hmm. like, what do I need to be doing here? Like, what are you doing through this? Because I know it's not wasted. Like, hard times are, are That's not. Why don't let that be lost more on me. Meaningful moments and mm -hmm. more flowers. Yeah. Which why I think what you're doing <laughs> is so important. <laughs> what are you talking about, though, an event in February? Oh yeah, we were, I was talking about someone was asking me specifically like how do you um how do you control like not getting burnout because essentially this the the talk I was giving was about why I left news and mm -hmm. um and kind of on the fly I just thought about it. I was like, you know, you have to love it enough to set boundaries. Whatever it is you're doing, you have to love it so much that you put walls up and you set boundaries for yourself because yeah. it's like you have to be self-disciplined against yourself mm -hmm. because I think tell yourself especially no. as a creative it's like oh I want to do this and this and this and this yeah. and your brain is already constantly all over the place but at some point it's like that's one of the reasons why I didn't pursue photography that was what I was thinking of pursuing full oh, yeah? time when I left tv um, it's something I'm very passionate about I love photography but do you I, take all the photographs for your Instagram I do it looks like a photographer <laughs> does them. Your Instagram. Thank you. The truck is so fucking Instagram worthy in itself. Like I meant before I even met you on the, the panel, yeah. I had take I had absolutely posted a picture yeah. of your truck to my story Aww. multiple times everywhere out. It's so cute. But it, the, the feed is is curated beautifully. It Thank looks you. great. So Thank you. Good eye. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And I do love photography, but I think I loved it too much to make it work. Yeah. Um, like that had to stay the, the mm -hmm. passion. That and had the to stay something like, I just love to Let's not put a paycheck do. around yep. it. At 100%, yeah. which yeah. I feel like as an entrepreneur is also something that you can struggle with too. Right. Because you're like, I'm good at I this. I should money make money on this. It's like, no, some things are just good just to be good, you totally. know? And that's it. Totally. Totally. <laughs> so kind of getting back. So news reporter for six years, mm -hmm. left two years ago mm -hmm. to start. Daisy Janes. Yeah. How did you first get into reporting? Yeah. So um, 
I went to Kent State University for broadcast news. Oh, I'm from Canton. Yes. Yep, so I'm right That up, is right where my, my husband got his first job in North Canton. So okay. So we are very familiar. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So I went to school for broadcast news. Um, went in the news generally at first. Didn't know if I wanted to do broadcasting or newspaper writing. I fell in love with the visual medium. Okay. And uh, yeah, from there I went to Traverse City, Michigan, uh, Lexington, Kentucky, and then came back home. That was always the goal. Okay. Um, and you're from Cincinnati. I am from Cincinnati. Okay. I grew so you up wanted in to North College Hill. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So always wanted to get back home. Um, and yeah, I love storytelling. I just love, yes, I think yeah. storytelling is such a way, like it is literally a way to change the world. That's what I say too. It's how we change culture. Yes. We need to get whatever is inside of, side of us and put it outside yep. of us. And it's something that is historically has always been important. Like, yeah, for years. I mean, years. That's the beautiful thing with storytelling and gifting flowers. Like yes. it's, it's for centuries. Like it is just embedded in our culture. Of- there must be something <laughs> in our DNA. As, like, why do we love flowers? I don't know. You I know, love it's flowers part of so, so many much. ceremonies. And, and that's what the beautiful thing is. If the fact that this is something that has stood the test of time, it has always been in weddings it's yep. always been a way to pay respect at funerals yeah. it's always been a way to say i'm thinking about you and that's i love the history of it's it like and i love nature is just like expression <laughs> of beauty it is it is and um i think it's a beautiful reminder of that and i think in a world that is so digital and is so um everything happens on a screen mm-hmm. like it, that is one thing that you cannot recreate digitally mm-hmm. like i no. know i try to take a picture of my flowers and they never <laughs> ever look as good no as like just, just in person their beauty in person yeah so back to yeah i yeah. that's how i got in the news um i studied it uh in college and then i was starting to burn out when i was in lexington that has to be a very difficult job it's it's heavy all the time and it's it so for one it's a high pressure job yeah you're I did a lot of breaking news live on the air. Like and I was breaking a morning news reporter is like here. You like show up it's on here, the scene. You got your as microphone. soon as you get there, Megan, as soon as you can gather a little bit of information, tell us what's going on. And if it's a really big story, they're breaking in every 15, 30 minutes. All right. What do we know now? What do we do? And this know could now? be like, and obviously the breaking news stories, right? Are not like someone got a new puppy. And no, see it. <laughs> don't it's we It's like wish. there was a shooting shooting um natural disasters natural disasters weather i mean um yeah a lot and you know it was interesting toward the end of my contract um (laughs) i don't know i'm getting emotional thinking about it like because it's a likely very emotional (laughs) i remember it was it was last year. My I was. It was actually a few months before I left. Yeah. And it was just. It was kind of just coming to a head. I'm like, I just can't keep doing this. Like it's. It's emotionally, physically, mentally taxing. Like, could you not the whole turn job? Off when you, went home? you couldn't. And um, I think it's when a lot of mass shootings were happening, mm. and it was just becoming more and more um scary yeah yeah (laughs) and uh I remember I took a I had a few days left to take off and I ended up just going to Nashville just by myself my husband's like you need to get away and just kind of figure out what you're gonna do because at that time I still didn't know (laughs) I still didn't know what I was gonna do when I left yeah but I remember being in Nashville and I got a Facebook notification that local 12 went live and I tuned in and I didn't really understand it took me a little while to process but it was when 
um, there was a shooting at Fountain Square. And I was like, it took a minute for me to realize that is happening at home. Like that's happening at home. Because, you know, uh, for me, knowing home, I'm like, well, shootings happen a lot downtown. Maybe it was just somebody got in the, like, But this was, know. like, during work hours. They were, like, coming out of U.S. Bank or something, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. was, like, during the work day. Yeah. I worked on trying to remember, like, people were getting locked down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I told, like, what's even crazier is that there's so much that's happened since then that that. I know. It's a traumatic, insane event yeah. has just been pushed away. Right. But I remember being there. And getting upset just because you kind of feel that responsibility to be there. Right. You like wanted to. But I also and I also know if I was working that day, I would have been there like in the morning. I would have been there when it happened. We probably would have been on a different story and would have been rushed downtown to cover what was going on. And part of me just feels like like God was shielding me from from like. I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would have had like seriously like a mental breakdown covering it because I, and when I did get back, I did have to cover one of the funerals. So I I still wasn't removed from it, but it was, um, it was just like, I don't know. I think toward the end of my news career was when I think it, it has gotten incredibly difficult to be a journalist in today's world. Well, yeah. With the pandemic, politically, um, with the fake news stuff going yeah. around. I mean, and you- I know like all the reporters I've ever worked with and your local news reporters, like they are doing the job because like they love what they do and they do it with integrity and respect. And um, and it's it's hard to watch because you see your friends who are out there working hard and I'm like, I know they do their job like because they have credibility on the line. They're not trying yeah. to spin stories like they are serving their communities and providing information to their communities. Um, so I think toward the end of it, it was just getting really, really hard to be a journalist too. Um, well, definitely. So, yeah. it's like, I mean, as a consumer of it, what we're seeing, I, I'm coming from this place where I'm like, well, what can I believe? And now mm-hmm. imagine on the other end is someone who's like, I'm working so fucking hard. I'm telling hard you, like, to- I'm telling you the truth, but right. like, we're, unfortunately fault. our culture is and our society is in this place of like, what is truth or but even some people not yes. wanting to believe truth they i just, know it's like this weird world of like i just want to read what nate reaffirms my beliefs right it's like what truths get presented yeah which is a dangerous place to totally. get to it's you cr- know it's, yeah so that's yeah that's hard i think that's hard now being on the other side of it of being more of a news consumer knowing that other side i'm like man guys like seeing your friends getting caught like fake news this is fake it's like no it's it's, right it's not fake like i have i could lose my job if i you know spreading spread lies yeah Yeah, and disinformation misinformation it's just not that's not the goal here so yeah all that to say um i'm very grateful to be doing what i'm doing now (laughs) yeah it sounds like you're from our short conversation when you speak about empaths that Mm -hmm. That was not the right place for you. Yeah. Like you were receiving so much and there, and there is just so much negativity. Yeah. And you know, and it, it's something I'm still a part of some groups on Facebook of storytellers and people who are still in the... Right. There's a way to still do that. Yeah. Right? There's like, still a way to still do it. But also seeing like there's never necessarily like I know there's an, an, an international um, uh, program for like mental health for journalists but like mm. i think it should just be like your police departments and fire departments who deal with trauma every day like 
there should be someone in house. Yeah. You know, if you've covered heavy story and you need to talk it out, like yes. that should be provided. Totally. And and honestly, a lot of journalists that are in those circles that talk about that, just the mental toll. It's a, it's a side that I think communities and like viewers don't really understand. Like, oh yeah, they are there when all this is going on and they're taking in all of that emotion and, and a lot of things that you don't, we don't necessarily hear on TV because you can't. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. There's, there's things like we can't show, like, we're not showing you the body that's laying there, but we're seeing it. Yeah. We're not showing you family grieving and wailing and being very upset, but like we You're, see that. Right. When you said you had to cover a funeral, I'm like, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's heavy to be stuff. be a part of that. And, to, and then to too, also you know, it's that like, balance of like yeah. being respectful but also sure. like you're there to do a story it's this constant balance That's, yeah it's a lot um oh, i can appreciate yeah. appreciate the difficulty uh, that triggered something in my mind mm -hmm. too when you're talking about having wellness resources or like mental health resources mm -hmm. i see this like really coming up on the rise for yeah. big corporations that you have in house there should wellness be. counselors yes especially if you're doing any kind of job that i mean i would argue a, most jobs like it takes a toll on your mental health mm -hmm. you're under stress you're under pressure yeah whatever it is but for example we're doing um some hiring at the company that i work for that these employees will be potentially looking at disturbing content online mm. and that oh. they have the whole wellness program in place yeah. like dedicated to them because of like the the function of their job god so That's it's like awful. let's think about other people that are in similar situations you know maybe it's not content moderation yeah. but it's like you said, journalists, like yep. someone that's maybe wouldn't be first. It's the first it's thing anybody to come up, who like is getting an unfiltered view of things that, you know, in some ways like society you try to protect from right. that. But honestly, in in the world of social media, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, social you workers, see things play out. <laughs> like nurses, doctors, like any anyone like that, where you're just like, yeah, hit with, and unfortunately, humans. in such industries it becomes it's almost like a fraternity like well this is just what we do like yeah i mean just like you said you'll get used to it yeah you'll become this you'll is like just deal with it like that's how it was when i was in lexington i was a uh, a one-man band so i shot i wrote i edited i ran my own live shots oh i did God. everything by myself i would be out on you know shots fired call or some kind of crime that happened in the middle of the dark in the morning wow. running my live shot with all this equipment and like you know i can't my peripheral i'm not like seeing yeah. if anybody could cut so anybody could come up and do anything to me but like that is frightening. you know so yeah there's a lot of situations that i was put in and not just myself several other reporters really any uh, any of us um yeah. You know, and a lot of times you're going back in the rural, really rural communities to knock on a criminal's door or somebody who's alleged to have done something just to get an interview. And yeah. you don't know if you're going to be safe. Like, that's where it's like, you know, you're knocking on, um, you know, somebody's door. Just to let them know, like, hey, just so you know, I'm in the area in case anything oh happens. My, yeah, like, right. Like, please a, be aware of safety here. check here. <laughs> yeah. So you so you left this it seems a very polarizing mm -hmm. career to sell flowers yeah where how did where's that where's that gap Fill so, us in on that yeah gap. so i was 
honestly, burnout. I probably yep. burnout. I was at my desk, I'm sure, at work, just scrolling through Instagram and stumbled upon my friend Sydney, who was a morning producer for us in Lexington. She stopped at a truck in Nashville. First time I'd ever seen a flower truck. And I, I'm just like, what is oh, this? This is so fucking cute. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, this is a thing. Um, yeah. And so I started looking into it. And like, of course, all the pictures are all these people just like look so happy. And and so immediately I'm like, is anybody doing this here? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't find anyone doing it here in Cincinnati. And so that was October. Okay. And so October of 2018. October of would that be 2018? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. October 2018. Okay. Um, so in October, I started searching Craigslist and like online everywhere looking for a vintage truck. Like, so and I, you just want any you truck. to find this. I just want. Truck. I needed to find a cool truck, and found one in Michigan. And um, reached out to the guy, and I was like, "Hey, I'm interested in like your truck. Is it still available?" And it was funny because the whole situation was very confusing. I think he thought I was like someone in his family that was interested. So I didn't realize that until my uncle and I drove up to Michigan to get he the He thought truck. you were someone else that you <laughs> Yeah, I called him like, hey, we're here. And he's like, who is this? And I was like, this is Megan. So at first, I was like, oh, my God, this could have went completely south. He, like, didn't even – I right. don't know. It was funny. So anyway, yeah, it was, like, on a whim – it was crazy and I have the video on my website of like that day I recorded myself because I wanted to remember like I'm like I'm going to do this like we're either going out there and not coming back with the truck or we're coming back with the truck and like this has to happen did you have <laughs> any plan about the flowers about like a business model or were you like, uh, just get no the truck so first? it's funny a friend of mine a very good friend of mine uh Jackie Rowe she um she is I guess pres- president I guess you could say president. She started, she and Betsy Ross started um, game day communications here in Cincinnati. And I told her about this idea. She's like, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. And I remember um, I go to Crossroads um, Mm -hmm. Church and we were at women's camp. And I remember being in the prayer tent and like I was just kind of spilling out like, look, I'm burned out. I don't know what I want to do, but I have this idea of this flower truck. And um, I remember praying about it. We didn't have our phones the whole time that weekend and that's uh, incredible I, itself right <laughs> so like it was awesome because in the prayer tent the lady who prayed with me she's like I just feel like this is coming from a really pure place um and and also I got super emotional because like I was telling her just how I was like so overwhelmed and just depressed and she's like I feel like this is God saying you've been on the front lines for mm-hmm. a long time yeah and he's pulling you back and yeah. giving you rest yeah and so that happened. We get in the car. As soon as I turn on my phone, I have an email from Jackie with my business plan. She like, she like helped you put just like she said it took her an hour. Well, talk about a guardian angel. <laughs> right. And so I like ball my eyes out because I'm not that logist, like planning and structuring. Like that's not my thing. It's my weakness. I'm the yes. ideas person. I'm like, right. this would have taken me a month. Yes. Like I get that. It just requires a lot of thought. And the fact that she whipped that out in like an hour. I'm and like, it's just like, you have no idea. for you to be like, okay, yeah, here we go. This Here's model, I mean, goal. this is what yeah. she does. Yeah. Um, so that was a huge blessing. Huge blessing. And I think another just like, Megan, this is You're on the right, the right path. path. I love to talk about the universe, God, whatever yep. it is, just yep. sending you little signs, yeah. little taps on the shoulder. Yep. 
you're going in the right direction. You know, it's you're crazy right too. Direction. My mom works for a trucking company um, in Northside. And she had, she sent me a text the day after I bought the truck. And she said, oh my gosh, what a coincidence. And it's literally her work calendar was of trucks. And it is literally my first freaking truck. Really? On her calendar for October 2018. Oh, wow. I love that. And what's crazy, so this is what makes it crazy. That truck is so rare i learned later it's a 1965 spring special for yeah, i was gonna ask line. what this is okay so that truck i didn't know it until after i bought it they only made between 2000 and 2500 of them wow. that year with the poppy red paint color and the white trim down the side yeah like, they're and, really and so when you bought it it was that color and everything mm-hmm. like you didn't have to, okay yep, that's cool. the, original, the color. original color um which is funny because I didn't like it at first. The picture didn't do it justice. It mm. looked on the picture. It looked like a traffic cone. I was like, oh, oh like orangey. God. Yeah, I can see how yeah. that color would show up like that. Yep. But it's and then I saw it in red. person. I was like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I'm yeah. like, definitely eye catching. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was just wild. I'm like, another sign. Like what? What? The yep. month I buy this truck and my mom sends me a picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. So yeah. Um. So yeah. And then after. After that, it was just waiting. Like, I couldn't announce what I was doing, you know, until my contract was up. So oh, it was okay. kind of like... So you were still working then while you bought yeah, the truck, while you had the truck, these ideas. Still having these ideas, trying to figure out, like, how we're going to, like, do this thing. And um, and then my last day, I announced, like, hey, guys, like, you know, it's been a joy. I miss my TV family. I love them. Like, yeah. it's... When you work in such a unique environment, you guys get really close. Very close, yeah. But uh, they also understood the place I was coming from of just needing um, needing something that was going to feed my soul. Yeah, like, <laughs> that I really needed. So for sure. So yeah. how did you find? How did you decide? Like, what flowers do I stock? Where do I get yeah, them? Yeah. Do so, I just drive around and yeah, wait for people to show up? How Another blessing. Um, I I got to know. Um, a longtime florist who worked in Kentucky, Skip Doral, huge help to me, mm. uh, really gave me the rundown of like how to run. I mean, he ran a shop, but yeah. it's really no different. No different. Yeah. Stock. Um, he, yeah, got me hooked up with a local, a wholesaler in town and um, really tipped me off to some of the local flower farmers too, mm-hmm. um, who, who I could buy from as well. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and then just kind of got rolling that way. You know, everything's priced for STEM. People build their own bouquet. It was really, um, it was difficult to figure out at first because I didn't know, I'm like, can I just park on a street and sell? Right. Like what happens? Right. So like, obviously I got my vendor's license and all that. And at first I contacted every city that I uh, thought, you know, might have me there yeah. um, and asked like, hey, like, do I need any permit? Hello, I have a beautiful like, red truck. Yeah. I want to sell flowers like, hey, out of this Is there anybody who'd be interested team? in like a local business, like partnering? And and then from there, it's fun because... Um, no one is going to be like, no, <laughs> yeah. you cannot sell uh, your cute flowers. Yeah, here. that's cute. No, yeah. go home. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but it was really cool because one of the places I go to uh, is Ali Boutique in Loveland. And she actually, she's like, I never watched the news, but I happened to be watching that day that you left Channel 12. And she's like, oh something God. just spoke to me about <laughs> what you want to do. She's like, would you like to pop up out front of our store? I was like, absolutely. So we've been there the past two years. Harvest Market in Old Milford, we've been there um, constantly. Oakley. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oakley. And then ch- figuring out different places here and there. And now that I have two trucks, um, you know, we'll, we'll 
be having both those out next year. That was yeah. planned this year, and then you know, COVID kind of sure. threw a wrench in the situation. Sure. Throws a wrench. So two trucks now, and you two not trucks. only do like sell flowers, you'll do like classes, events, mm-hmm. stuff. classes weddings, and right? events, and a weddings. And um, I just recently announced we're opening a storefront in walnut hills oh my gosh that's so exciting yeah yeah where in walnut hills so on east mcmillan uh right across from fireside pizza oh yes um, right by comfort station uh yes yeah yes so yeah. we will be um it's daisy jane's flower bar we're hoping to be open before thanksgiving wow so, <laughs> that's great yeah yeah so it's it's exciting because we've always we really needed a home base to work out of mm-hmm. we're just taking on so much more with weddings and events like yeah. i'm tired of like destroying my house when i have <laughs> sure you need a, a <laughs> event to prep for well, you'll, so. you'll still have the trucks yes, out and then yes. you'll also have the and the storefront which i love because i feel like i just wanted to be a space it is a space where our mission can live out even more of just like i want it to be a space where people come in and they literally leave the stress of the day at the door yeah. and just come in and be and just feel like inspired and just yeah comfortable and at home and at peace and um it's something that you know our trucks provide on the go and we bring two people but like when you come to our space it truly is like i wanted to feel comfortable yeah home yeah (laughs) no totally we had talked about this a little earlier of just this idea of something bigger beyond Mm -hmm. it right and like the meaningful moments and how important that is Uh, having people just acknowledge other people yeah through an act of kindness of giving yep. flowers it's incredible but i love how you also like you encourage people to think about the why yes like why are you giving flowers yeah what is the reason and i know yeah. you have like little cards right yes. do you ever like peek at them and see what people are writing i do well yeah because i typically <laughs> i well if i do if i'm doing a delivery i do have to oh yeah, you have to write transcribe. It. but i also um i just love seeing where people's hearts are at yeah you know that's the beautiful thing because I don't know if you have you seen the social dilemma on Netflix. I am terrified to watch it. Uh, I just watched it yesterday. I don't know if I I want to add that kind of terror to my life right now. So it's just an awareness. You know, it's really it wasn't scary. It's just like, okay, ignorance is bliss, Megan. It is. But also, (laughs) like, I think for me, it reaffirmed where my heart has been. Well, before I started a flower truck, I had always wanted to start a business. And I look back at notes in my phone of like business ideas I had. And it always came back to this idea of like what we are missing in our society is true connection. Yes, yes, yes. yes, Because and I think the social dilemma truly like pointed out how much we rely on this manufactured like idea of affirmation and just like likes and comments and and, and even just how we get stressed out when we're not seeing that. And like we base so much of our worth and our value on that. It's it's empty. It's empty. Like it it doesn't exist. It's like, yeah, like I want to, I honestly, and I don't know if it'll catch on, but I have this desire like in my shop, like I want supplies for people to pen pal. Like I want you to come and like, like for That's real, so make a habit awesome to write. Mission. It's that. truly though, because I think, especially after watching that, and obviously you can see it play out in real time, we are becoming, we're getting to such a dangerous point in our society where honestly, I worried I have a nine-year-old son. Mm. Like we, you and I, our generation now remembers what it was like 
prior to having yeah. these daggone screens in yeah. hand all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. you're right. And you I remember honestly, I think that. back and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Right. What was I thinking about? But what? honestly, you probably weren't as anxious. You found ways to spend 100. your time. 100. And you were spending it with real people. Yeah. In person. Like, and I think I'm afraid to see that lost. Yeah. Because there's such, when we talk about, you know, this is about being fit. Yep. There's the physical fitness of it, but our mental fitness is like so strained. Oh, yeah. And you see how mental health like is becoming such more of a big topic to talk about. And it's like our phones like run our lives. Yes. We rely on it for so many things. Like we can we can't even like lock it up and go without it for a day, you know? And I just think there's something about like I would love if you come into my shop to do a class, like I want to have a basket where you guys put your yeah. phones. I think I don't I want you to Instagram so it. I want you to just be present. Yeah. Be present and be with the people who you're with. Because if the people you're trying to impress <laughs> like show like, look what I'm doing, like you should have been you with them in the first it. place. You like lost that's it. not what we're here for. We're yes. here to connect. And, and remember these moments in our minds and not in our phone gallery. No, like, I, I feel that so hard and I am so guilty. Like oh, what, me too. I know everyone. everyone Everybody this is. is. Everyone. We're all addicted. Sure. That, I think that's, that's the thing. That's what it is. It, it is honestly a self-soothing drug. Like mm -hmm. I have, will say out loud. Like, okay, just give me a minute. I'm like, I just want to sit on my phone. For yeah. Me. I just want to sit on my phone. For or me. it's ridiculous that like you have this thought of like, oh, I don't want to delete Facebook because like, I mean, it's nice to post like a new profile pic and like get some love from Instagram but it's is so my empty and Instagram downfall. too. I mean, downfall and, and I think there, there's positive and, and negative. There is positive and negatives. The for negatives sure. are increasing at an alarming rate. It is. And I think honestly, when you think of the young girls who are coming after us, like I don't, I don't want, if I had a daughter, I don't want her to think that that's where she finds her worth. I want her worth to be found in who she really is and what she loves and the people she has in her or life. Or like you can't, or I'm going to say you can't, it's difficult and takes more effort to try to portray your values and your character and your personality and your intelligence yes through a screen 100 so what you see and can value which is what already you look super like. curated and manufactured and right. well thought out anyway so that's what's also like and like some there are some personalities on instagram that like people i follow that i think like you do a great job of like being you, you are you are coming through right not everyone can do that not nor, everybody nor can. everyone should have well and to i do think that. we also live in a world where We've opened ourselves up for judgment from anybody who wants to come and go on yep. on your profile. Right. It's not just your immediate, you know, family and friends who are going to say, hey, like, I didn't really like what you said. Or like, you know, it's just there's a wider audience. Right. Yep. And it's just. And everyone has access to you. Everyone has access to you. You feel like you owe someone, some anyone, right. anything to yep. be like, justify what you're doing. Right. But I think the. the the scary and upsetting thing is like if we don't start taking some steps truly like how are we ever going to change or like get better I or know. like I and I feel like if it. I can start doing that in my own little way of just luckily what I do what I sell is a tangible product but I don't even want it to be necessarily like come buy flowers from me like sure I love that I would love yeah. your support in that but also like I just want to be a constant reminder of like being present and doing real like things in person like yeah. gifting somebody a f flower to let them know like i'm right. just thinking about you i just right. want you to know like 
right. I know you've been going through it this yeah. week and yeah. I see you and you matter and I love you and like you're good I got right. you like there needs to be some more of that what's the what is one of the primary reasons people are buying flowers or sending flowers oh man you know honestly the beautiful thing in it people are always confused that like my main customer base is women um they're always like really men aren't like coming and buying no like, they men do. are fucking it's- dumb <laughs> i'm sorry they're they're just not but, like do you know how I- much you could smooth yeah. over and win over oh i know and anything if you just came home yep. with a beautiful bouquet right? of flowers just because. and i don't even care if it's cliche yeah to, like do a, a, a apology with flowers yeah. it it means works. it means something you went out of a way you took another yes. step you decided to invest time and energy right. and money and to into- tell you i i'm sorry i'm sorry i love you um and those flowers last days and every time <laughs> you look at them yeah. you're filled with the joy and reminder it is a reminder it's, it's a beautiful a reminder. reminder like i was thought of and that means a lot i think um more often than not it's women coming to my truck just for self-care yes I it mean, truly is part of a huge part of my self-care routine is i always have fl- fresh flowers yep. in the house yep mine i tried to revive my hydrangeas downstairs before you came <laughs> but it didn't work i tried to do the trick of like the boiling water yeah. and the cold water it's worked before these they were too far they were gone. like nope i'm done i also have a few arrangements that have sunflowers and the sunflowers yep. go so fast they do they do they go before anything else you know the cool thing though is like i am loving the trend of dry flowers coming back i always tell people and i honestly i carry a lot of things on the truck that all will dry well um before that reason because we're like how long will these last i'm like well these could last you forever honestly like if you take care of it hang dry it like some dry put some dried wheat in there right Mm now yeah all a look no but yeah uh, primarily a lot of people i'd say self-care for so they're buying for themselves yeah but also um i'd say recently uh, gosh i think it just sums up this year a lot recently has just been grief like yeah. people going through some tough stuff yeah and and it's not explicit like in the notes that people write but you can tell sure. like a lot of people are hurting right now and i think um that is a reminder of like the bigger mission yeah you know for you the bigger mission for yeah. you yeah just people thinking like taking that time like man like, you're really going through it, and I probably can't see you in person right now, but I want you to know, like, I see you, and yeah. I want you to feel that, like, I'm there for you. Yeah, yeah. So it's all by the stem. You buy fl- buy mm-hmm. flowers by the stem, and so then you can arrange your own whatever okay. you want. And yeah. then, but do you help some people? because Oh, all the time. Yeah, Most okay. of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> I, mean, I think I would love to do that. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Right. But. Some people will go right at it. They know what they want. Um, a lot of times, it's like, hey, can you help me? And I'm always happy to do it. Um. I always say people are like, I just don't want to do it wrong. I'm like, if it's for you and there's you like no it, way it can be there's wrong. no way it's wrong. They're all beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and even if you're giving it to someone else, I would just it's be still like, the thought. yeah, like that. This is your creation. Yep. It even adds an, a second element. To it does. It. And I think that's everything that I've always tried to do has been like that extra personal step. Like, yeah, yeah you could go online and order a bunch of flowers. That's I mean, whatever. Right. But the, the extra thought of like, I even have uh little notes on some of the flowers that explain like what they mean and what they stand for. And some people will pick those just simply for the meaning oh, of the flower. I love that. Did you have to do any sort of internal practice or like education on flower arranging or you just come in and you're like, you know, I, this 
may come as a surprise. Um, I feel like maybe I had could have possibly had a little insecurity stepping into an industry that I had no experience in. That's but, very reasonable, I think. But yeah, there's sort of this like imposter syndrome. Yes. However, at the same time, I've always been a creative. And I think if you have like a creative mind and a, a general understanding of design and what looks good. Yeah. like And I. It is what you it is. Eye. You know, and you'll figure it out. And I think everybody has their own you know style and what they like but i think what was affirming for me is people saying like oh my god your flowers are always beautiful i love your bouquets so i'm like well i must be doing something i'm not completely screwing this up (laughs) totally how would if you had to describe your style Mm -hmm. what would you say of like the flowers that you carry based off of what the the people who come to me especially for weddings it's wildflower vibe or yeah. like the flowy kind of just yeah, like seventies vintage yeah yeah vintagey um but we do everything whatever yeah. you want I think I tend to gravitate toward the wildflowers yeah um I was gonna say do you have like certain flowers that are the most popular oh yeah um let's see oh, i mean so everyone around, loves a fucking depends, peony yeah. during peony peonies season. ranunculus are like oh yeah always super popular um dahlias oh yeah, yeah those are big i mean anything any when they know they're in season they're like do you have these i'm like yes i have them um but even i don't know dried things billy balls uh thistle i see a lot of, oh, yeah. yeah and i feel like right now <laughs> mm-hmm. is the time oh yeah oh, and i always I'm tell so people inspired. i'm like don't buy the fake stuff like buy these they dry like you can keep them i know forever. i just went i bet i bought more dried <laughs> shit the other day i was in madison indiana this weekend yes they are the, it, yep. the capital <laughs> of fall decorations. Every light post in that town has a fall I love decoration it. like <laughs> shrine. Yeah. I just walked around with my caramel latte and I was like, that's cute. That's cute. That's cute. I love you, Madison. Yes. But no, I'm like so inspired by the, right? the fall decor, obviously. When we're talking fall. kind of like about making meaningful moments, which I think or creating meaningful moments, mm-hmm. which I think is so important right now, especially yeah. with like days blending in you're losing your vacations you're losing your celebrations like how do we really separate the the ordinary from the extraordinary Mm -hmm. and there are some extraordinary things going on and so flowers I think are certainly one way to do it yeah I also think like decoration any kind of decoration we're talking about like fall decor like it separates the time it does it is now this time I think people are even more excited actually the lady I was maybe that's why my fall spirit is just I know well we decorated for Halloween and like we usually do every year but it seemed like we were really into it this year it's like oh we cannot wait um but yeah you can tell celebrations of any kind are really uh amplified this year I think people just want reasons to celebrate weddings or birthdays anything it's just crazy. I w- the lady I was talking to this morning about it, she's like, it was just nice to be able to celebrate something. They had a wedding recently. And oh, I was yeah. like, isn't that true? And um, and then I was just like, it's hard for me to watch TV anything pre-COVID because it's so bizarre, too. You're like, why are they so close? Right. Why are they hugging? And honestly, you get struck with a little bit of grief. Oh, yeah. Because it's like a, a reminder loss, of yeah. like, will that ever be yeah. again? Right. Or right. how long before how we long? get back to and that? And then your like, mind spins. You're like, you can't yeah, think about it. Yeah, and you can't it. think about it. You I have can't. to take it day by day because even just hearing like, oh, it could be this time next year before we have everybody has a vaccine and like, you know, we're seeing some sort of normalcy. I know. But Who knows? Just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I'm I think when I was in quarantine, like it, it was uh, – 
I think the beautiful thing that will come out of this is anybody who picked up a new hobby or like just got a, a new job, appreciation, decided new they job. wanted to start something new because yep. they had this time of reflection right. to be like, this isn't what I want to be no. doing. And honestly, it is a reminder, like life is so precious. And I feel like I was, I was grateful. It sounds kind of, I don't know. It sounds weird, but like well before this, when I left my job in news two years ago, I left and I, it was spelled out. And the reason why I left was like, I am reminded every day that life is too short. Mm -hmm. Our days are numbered and tomorrow is not promised. And that is like such a prideful thing that for us to really think that like, I'll just do it tomorrow. Yeah. What if tomorrow doesn't come? Or, or you talked, I talked about this on your your website too, of like, if you love someone, say it out loud. Say it like, out loud. Love say out loud. Out. Love out like, loud. Yep. You'll and wait another too. day to tell someone how you feel. Or not even how you feel. Yep. Compliment. Yep. Like, I'm all Don't about. Don't leave it on the table. Like, just say it. And I think, too, like, it, when it comes to dreams, actually, my memory today on Facebook was this door that I bought. I wrote about the mint door. And I I'm so door. happy to put it in the flower bar at some point. Well, I was going to say yes, because... Yeah, You're gonna have that's the whole order. reason I carried this daggone door everywhere I went because I wanted a physical reminder like, Megan, like, tell the you story need to of the door. Yeah, real so, quick. So Traverse City, Michigan, uh, we were at a restore there and um, found this mint green door and it just looked like the perfect little storefront door. It's very cute. Yeah. And it was adorable. I had no idea what I was going to do with it. But every time I talked to entrepreneurs, I was just like, this is so inspiring that somebody's just like leaving the comfortable and chasing after a dream and I was like you know someday I'm gonna do this I don't know what it is um and then it came down to it like you know I end up starting my own flower truck in in starting a business but um that door was just such a symbol for me of like do not give up on your dream like yes take this wherever you go and and honestly I feel like what upsets me and what should put some fire under your feet if you have a dream that you're not chasing I'm trying to remember where I saw this, but it's this idea that somebody is waiting for what you have to offer this world and how selfish of you to not chase that and to not gift that to somebody who needs what you have to offer this world. Yeah. Like I truly believe that everybody who was put on this earth with put was put on this earth with a purpose in their heart and there's something that only you can offer this world. Yeah. There are other ways and there's other people and I think that's what stop people's too is they're like, "Oh, but somebody's already doing that." It's like, "Right." They can't do but it they don't have it. your audience and they don't have the people that you're going to reach like totally everybody has their own audience and platform you do with your podcast. You have your own listeners like, and and that is beautiful that you're able to live that out. And I think I I get so frustrated because I was in that place where I kept letting fear get in the way. Oh yeah, me too. And that was my, that was my promise to myself in 2019. I said to myself, I will not let fear be my compass in life. Yeah. It will not direct my path because yeah. that's, that's it's incredible. just getting in the way. It's getting in the way. And I love how you framed it because some people might need to hear it this way, especially people that that they think that pursuing a, a dream or something could be self-serving yep. of like, no. You like, get stuck in that. This It is about Who am you? I to yes. leave the comfortable? Who am I to leave the security of a job? Who am I to put... But you know or what? Like, I don't. I, why? Why do or, I deserve this? Yes. Or why do I deserve I d- this? I'm undeserving. It's right. Like, no, but you're going to be offering. You're doing this for someone else. You're doing this whatever for you, some, your passion yeah. expressed is going to help someone else. Exactly. 
And when you think of like, you know, what are you going to leave behind? I don't know. I think at the end of the day, like, what was it? There's a list of like um, the top regrets of the dying. Yes. Yeah. And one of them, and like they list off like, you know, you're not going to sit on your deathbed being like, oh, wish I would have worked harder. No. You're oh not. man I didn't or like oh i wish hours. i would have had a six pack of abs <laughs> yeah it's honestly wish like i was a size four my whole life like, yeah right <laughs> right no one it's gives like a fuck. Who, yeah no and i think at the end of the day like i don't know like there there are a lot of things that this world needs and there's a lot of things that people have to offer and i think it's selfish to just leave that like as yeah. As a gift that will never be pursued and yeah. never be given to right. someone. Talking about giving gifts, like yeah. yes, physical gifts are great too, but of like giving your but own you're, gifts. But you're you're yeah. what you were put on this earth to be passionate about. We're yeah. all so uniquely passionate about different things. Like yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with even just identifying that. Yeah, because you've lived your whole life. Uh, this is the path I have to follow. Yep. I'm not in touch with my feelings or my emotions because right. I've been told to shut them off because yep. they make other people uncomfortable right. or whatever the case is. A million stories you can yep. go on and on telling yourself. Yep. So then to get back to the very simple, basic piece of saying, what is it that yep. I like? What and is it that I'm passionate stop about? stop belittling like, oh, well, I just like the draw. That's not really a thing. Y- yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> If you're amazing at drawing, like art inspires so many right. people. Like, well, like we said about that, like not everything has to make money either. Th- you or can that. Do yeah. something just for the act of creating, yep. which someone else may find joy in, find inspiration, and your action might inspire someone else's action. Exactly. I think it's just we need more and more people living out their purpose in their dreams yeah. to inspire that next person yes. who, who knows, like you know, could change the world someday. Yep. You never know who you're influencing within your own little circle. And I think that's why even more so it's important for you to pursue what you're passionate about. Yeah. Oh, someone else starting a podcast was basically what like lit the fire under me yeah. for me to do it. Yeah. And that was coming, I mean, it was coming from this fearful mentality of like, what if someone starts my podcast before yeah. I do? Oh, was yeah. Was kind of the dry, now knowing, of course, like no one can do my podcast. Right. It's my podcast. Exactly. But I kind of, whoever, the, I don't even remember who those women were that did this podcast, but them, their act yep. got me going. The other thing too, um, I feel like if you're not in a circle of people who are constantly encouraging that you. That is a good point too. And, and they can hold you back. But I, and I feel like what holds you back or what makes them hold you back by saying things that are discouraging is um you know they're not secure in who they are and what they want to do but I think another quote that like I've started to kind of live by is like do not play small to make somebody else feel comfortable yeah that is I need to write that one down I because truly I mean I care a lot about making people feel comfortable uh, so do I and and, and it is it, it can be a weakness I think it especially is. as women sure it's it like for me. I think it's harder for women because you know us uh, talking about our successes in in you know pursuing these big dreams it's like well who are you mm-hmm. you know but when men do it we don't ever question that it's mm-hmm. you know I just think you know real sisterhood is one that is like yeah go for it you yeah. know what i'm when i'm behind you yes. like i'm mm. gonna tell the world about what you want to do and and i think so often insecurities get in the way and people don't pursue that because inside their own circle of friends they just 
they maybe they don't want to lose their circle circle friends like yeah. is is my pursuit of something that i really want to do gonna like you know damage my friendships or it, it goes, shouldn't be it goes back to loving out loud giving compliments mm-hmm. just put that shit out there gas yep. people up yep if you like what they're doing you appreciate something you're inspired by something see something right say something right I do on Instagram all the time. That's mm-hmm. how I use Instagram for good. Yeah. I'm like, and not just a fucking hard eye emoji. Right. I'm like, hey, wow, that place looks amazing. For, yeah. Looks like you were, did a really, you know, worked really hard to do this thing. Right. Whatever it is, like a very heartfelt yep. message. It's and I important. think that not only does it make that person feel great, but it also makes you feel really great too. That's been scientifically proven. Yeah, it does. It, it does make a difference. And that's why I say like, I don't know. Even something as little as like buying flowers. Like yeah. it seems like, I don't know. Not everybody's into it, but it does brighten your day. It like it totally does. I, I think again, it goes back to, it's like a little piece of Christmas, mm-hmm. like all throughout the year. A <laughs> like, little piece right now it's of just my false because, yeah. <laughs> just I'm because just I want you spirit. to feel good. I just want you to know, like, I love you. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. It's fun. How do you take care of yourself when you're, trying to be a business owner, trying to be a mom. Yeah. Like what are some self-care practices that you fall back on? It's hard. And if I'm a hundred percent honest with you, I don't think I've figured that out. Hey, and I, and I say that honestly, because I feel like a lot, I feel like people need to know a lot of people don't have it figured out. Oh, for sure. And because I want you to know, like behind all those little squares on Instagram, like some days are not really great days. Yeah. Some days are horrible mental health days. Like I am like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, or I, I'm one, I feel like I will just, let's throw in another ball. Let me just try to, I bet you I could juggle 10. Oh, like, you yeah. know what? No. And I think that's the weakness for me is that I want to do all the things. And actually I'm going to pull this up yeah, because I feel like a lot of it comes from, you know, past life experiences and stuff. And I remember I saw this and I was like, I need to, I need to, do some self analyzation here yeah. it says extreme independence is a trauma response oh yeah no i i feel that deeply within my soul yeah. i know that because when something happens a, a conflict mm-hmm. or a disruption to my normal routine yep my first instinct before i have any other reaction is i will do this alone yep I don't need you. Whoop, well, uh, there yep. goes the wall. The, the wall is up. And immediately that stems from me for like a lot of trust issues that I've had just like stemming from childhood, yeah. you know, Same. and, and, and it is, and I know that, and like, that's something I need to work on. I would say if to get back to your question about how do I take care of myself? I, you know, I, I said this year walking has was, been huge. Yeah, we talked about so the physical, the like I'm the worst at going to the gym. I get bored with it. Um, I'm one, I was an athlete. Like I would rather play a sport and stay in shape you, that way. You need like a I need an activity. Acti- yeah. I need to be like, there needs to be a yeah. goal aside from me just like sure. keeping my body looking good. But, yeah. um, that, and I think mentally, um, uh, one that is incredibly recent, like <laughs> I watched that yeah. documentary social dilemma is um I've disabled some of my social media on my phone. Like notifications? Yes, or like- notifications or I just deleted it. Like the yeah. only time I need to look at it, if I really need to look at it, I need to go to a computer, which is not always accessible to me. Yeah. But I feel like 
It's a good start. I did start. I turned on this wellness thing on my phone that tracks how much you're on it uh-huh. and how much yeah. you're spending on mm-hmm. each of your apps, mm-hmm. and it's actually I embarrassing. It. I know. I have it's incredibly it. I embarrassing. I have it I <laughs> but like after watching that, I'm like, yeah, this is not healthy. I know. But also, what's hard is like everybody's doing it, so right. it's like, well, whatever. And you don't see the regression, mm-hmm. you know, over t- like it's so all it's not like one day you wake up and you're like oh. no or it's like you, you gain weight right like yeah. a physical man like, right there's no like sign except there is if you pay if you're paying you're attention. just like addicted you're, you're addicted you're addicted and it's it's scary honestly mm-hmm. like oh. how much i think honestly what has become more of a motivator for me and I love my son for this. He'll call me out. Mom, get off your phone. Yeah. He's Dude, nine. maybe we maybe we need more people calling <laughs> us out. And it Dude, feels get off your phone. Shitty. It does. But you honestly, feel, I feel shitty if someone tells me to get off my phone. Oh, so do I. But I'm like, thank you for that. But thank you. Thank you. You're right. I've been on my phone just mindlessly scrolling. I'm not okay. doing anything productive at that point. Okay. Maybe what the fit listeners need to start doing some everyone. <laughs> get in, off in, your phone. In your circles. Maybe try calling people out. Tell yes. me what happens. Call the voice. It is. Let me know I will it say you my biggest pet peeve is sitting with someone. I will say when I'm with someone, this goes away. Yeah. Like if I'm yeah. with a friend that I don't yeah. see every day, I'm giving you my time and yes, my energy. If you're on your phone, I'm going to be pissed. I may not say something, but like you're going to tell like, all right. Well, it, to me, it, it is. It just kind of shows up of like. It's just like not it's respectful. A disrespectful. It is. But it's so commonplace now. Nobody calls anybody and, out. And I'm like. <laughs> what are am i am, am I, not I not interesting, interesting enough yeah do you have and i will like call it out i'm like if i do have to get on my phone for some yeah i'll be like hey i need, hey, me, I like, need to do, do this blah, 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 yeah whatever, not just I like am check aware out. but i feel like unfortunately like the younger generation doesn't know anything apart from they it just, or or even in that documentary it calls out that um essentially social media has become primary like the primary for our attention like it's it's not seen as like a disrespectful thing to be on your phone because like right. everybody's doing the same thing but Definitely. for any of us who knows like common decency and respect like prior to mm-hmm. having this thing with us all the time you know you're like that's that's rude we know that's rude yeah yeah um, i know we have it's just embedded in our culture now that that's okay you get like comfortable with the people you do see all the time yeah and like i mean usually everybody if you look if i get on my phone you're probably gonna hop on your phone and then by that point like we're zoned out 20 minutes and, like, oh i have had full situations like me my siblings yeah. my mom yeah all of us yeah our fucks and I'm we're like, all we don't even live in guilty. the same city i know, I know like, right can we please get off our fucking I phones i know but it's like a pacifier. It's like it, a it, That's for literally what they call is it. it is in that they said it is our pacifier. That's what it is. That's it's what it is. so crazy. And honestly, you're gonna be freaked out just knowing like, whoa, it's that deep. Of like, oh, once you understand the motivation behind it, you're like, I I can't allow myself to be okay a victim of that. Yeah, that's how I felt. Have felt about. Once I knew about the importance of sleep, mm-hmm. I could never go back yeah. to being like, oh, I'm just going to stay up or right. like, or I'm just going to stay up. Like right. once you know how much it affects every part of yep. your body, your mental, your physical. Yeah. So that's why I've been avoiding this. So I don't have to know. Oh, I was it avoiding is, like, it too. I but I think it's because it is a calling out of like, yeah. but also it truly was just like an eye opener. I, I think the way they explain, this is just something that everybody who has one of these should just be aware of the intentional thought behind 
everything we see in our social media. Yeah. Yeah. And how it's thrown at us. Right. I uh, think it's just, it's a, it's important for us to know. You're right. I'm glad, I'm glad that you, are- I mean, I'm still, believe me, I was on Instagram for a long time today. Sure, like sure, I just sure. saw this, this isn't thing. like you watch it, you're pure. You're <laughs> the guys in this, picked. like in this documentary talk about like, I still get caught up doing it sometimes too. It's addictive. Everybody's yeah. guilty of it. But right. I think just being knowledgeable of like, there is a whole entire thought process behind okay. what I spend my time on social media doing and like yeah. how it's fed to me. Um, damn, damn. Yeah. So, Megan, what does being fit mean to you? What does being fit mean to me? Being fit uh, to me, obviously, physical fitness is important. I think the mental piece is huge. Mm-hmm. I think uh, being fit means knowing what healthy influences you have in your life in terms of people who are feeding you and intentionally loving and caring for you and supporting you uh, in whatever area that is particularly um that this year for me has become number one the awareness the awareness of like what is toxic and what i need to weed out and what is rich soil in my life that is going to help me to grow those current the coin yep yeah, the currency. Where Who's you not stealing all my coins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I think for me, that's what, uh, yeah, being fit is, and just being, um, being ever moving toward, uh, being comfortable with who you are and embracing that, yep. and embracing what you have right. to gift to the world. Right. I think that that that's is beautiful. like fit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a practice. It's it like is totally a practice. It's a practice, and and that's what it is. Like you don't. You don't show up on game day when you haven't practiced for like weeks and expect to perform, you know, the best. But I think it's just a constant daily thing of like, all right, who's in my circle? Who lifts me up? And, um, you know, who do I feel better when I'm around and who do I know is for me? Um, And also like constantly checking back if you're a business owner, like, Am I sticking to what my mission was when mm. I started out doing this the thing? Mission bigger than the yeah. The what's product? your why? Yeah. Knowing your why, yeah. knowing your why, and everything you're doing is important because yeah. that's a huge driving factor, and and um, that's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. The beautiful flowers as a reminder, <laughs> just joy. Yeah, pure joy. What we need. Where can people follow you? Where can they find the truck? Where can they like? What do you have coming up next? Yeah. So. Um, I will be actually kind of hibernating the trucks here soon. It's getting oh, cold, yeah. but we do hope to be open soon. Daisy Jane's Flower Bar. That'll be on 772. I got to remember this address. 772. So uh, <laughs> East McMillan. Oh my gosh. I'm will you be doing, this. are you going to kind of wait to see COVID stuff with like events and everything? Yet? Yeah. I think what I'll do is for classes, we'll just do private events. Okay. So you sign up with the group that you're comfortable coming with. Yeah. Up okay. until, you know, it's safe to have strangers getting together. Right. You know? Right. Um, so we'll do that. And then, um, yeah, you can still come in and build bouquets yeah, and maybe. have fun we hope to offer you know some gift boxes you could build your own gift box and stuff like that so there's some other things we have in mind um, really that we want to do but and then on instagram but instagram people at, can see yeah find everything yeah there. so yeah. that is primary way to follow where we are each day when we're back in season that's that'll start up again in march um is 
on Instagram and Facebook at Daisy Jane's Flower Truck. Uh, I post every day where I'm going to be. And then on our um, website, daisyjanesflowertruck.com, that has our weekly schedule. So you can follow us there. Um, Yeah, that's the best way to keep up with us. Great, great. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, Thank thanks you for, for having sharing. me. Thank you for telling your story. I really of appreciate course. it. No, it it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, good. <laughs> Thank you for listening. What the fit reminder? Follow me on Instagram at Chrissy Grody, but like, don't spend too much time on Instagram. <laughs> Follow me at What the Fit Podcast. Uh, call into the voicemail. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, rate review on iTunes. All the usual stuff. Post to your socials. You know the drill by now. Thanks so much. We'll